Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of You Want to Split That, the podcast that has interesting people and fast food. My name is Bailey Angle, and just wanted to say thanks for all of the positive feedback I have gotten over the past couple of weeks after releasing this about a month ago. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud. Now, we have an awesome guest. He was the number two collegiate sports broadcaster in the country, according to the Sportscasters Talent Agency of America. You can hear his podcast on Tech Sideline, and he's also the voice of Hokie Softball. And also, you can hear his play-by-play as well as sideline reporting at times on the ACC network. But most importantly, he's my friend, Mr. Evan Hughes. Now, today, Even though Evan has been on a bit of a recent health kick, the guy lost a ton of weight in his junior year of college. I decided to pick out a new sub they have at Subway, the barbecue rib sub. And it's kind of like their version of the McRib. It comes with barbecue sauce, whatever that rib meat is. And I got pickles on it as well. No cheese, mind you, uh, but some onions. And we got a foot long. And on top of that, just making an all-American meal, an all-American Subway meal, both of us got a couple of s'mores cookies which i believe aren't even there right now if you go to subway after this podcast you can ask for them and try to get some really an out of character order for me when i go to subway not something i would normally get but hey that's the point of the podcast so here it is my conversation with mr evan hughes over a subway barbecue rib sub as well as a couple of s'mores cookies Evan, this is actually all part of my plan to make you gain all of the weight that you lost back again. So I'm, I'm really glad that you came on here and uh, decided to think it was okay to eat a barbecue rib sandwich with me. Thank you for giving me my cheat meal of the week. Uh, <laughs> these cookies look unbelievable, Bailey. Right. So that's something that we've, we've added to this at the last second, actually, when I went into Subway to go get the new barbecue rib sandwich, which is only going to be at Subway for another month. Also something new is the s'mores cookie, which they had a ton of, and they got like the icing on top. And I think they got the marshmallows too. So I'm pretty excited to dive into those. Um, Evan, I'm pretty hungry, so I'm ready to take a bite if you're cool with that. Oh, let's do it. All right. Mm. I like that. It's pretty good. Yeah. You guys get Subway a lot growing up? I actually did get Subway a lot, Bailey. Um, my friends give me a hard time about this, but I absolutely love tuna. It is one of my favorite foods. And I have a power ranking of tuna. And Subway's number two. So um, it's a go-to for me. What's your Mount Rushmore of tunas? Okay, number one is Wawa. Hands down, the best tuna I've ever had is Wawa. Subway is number two. And then number three is kind of a toss-up, but since it doesn't have as much mayo, it's a little bit healthier if you put in a tub, I'll go Jersey Mike's three. Okay. Never go to Jimmy John's and get tuna. That is at the very bottom of my list. Going back to the sandwich, though, I'm actually pretty surprised that, like, the rib itself tastes good. It doesn't really look like a real rib like you would get from, like, an actual barbecue place. I went ahead and went along with the picture. I decided not to get cheese. Hope that doesn't offend you. Uh, and I got the lettuce with the 
I guess it's like just like the red onions. And I went with pickles. I'm usually not a big pickle guy, but maybe I think I'm getting a little bit older. And maybe I've just like matured to it. But I'm a real big fan of like pickles, especially on like kind of like Southern inspired foods. What do you think? No, I love pickles. Like you ever go to like a Subway or Jersey Mike's? Sometimes I'll just ask for a side of pickle. Like, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I think it's a good touch. I think you did a great job building, you know, as they say, building the sandwich. Like, you know, the Subway commercial, <laughs> they're like acting like it's their kid in the window and it's like the sub. I, think I actually like, if I had to do like a one bite review of this, like Dave Portnoy style, I'd give this like a nine or a nine and a half. I actually, out of 10, I think this is really good. We're going to go, we're going to revisit that at the end though, because I got a foot long and we're going to revisit how, how, how you rate it. But I think it's also because I'm pretty hungry. I haven't eaten breakfast yet today. I even thought, I was like, I'm not going to eat any cereal. This is going to be the first thing I ate today. And it's like the first time I've recorded this podcast and actually been pretty hungry. Right. So <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really enjoying it too. So with, uh, you talk about eating Subway. I mean, I guess that's like the healthiest in quotation marks of, of fast food choices. Do you ever get anything else? I mean, you're in college, man. I know you had the freshman 15 and then you lost it all, but I mean, you're a senior now, but is there anything that's kind of opened your eyes now being an adult going out to eat places? You know, freshman year was actually really hard not to go like on a serious note, but like for me, it's like a free for all. You've got this awesome little hokey pee that's like a free credit card almost. And you know, everything's like a dollar fifty, but it's really like eight dollars in person. And um, you know, Virginia Tech is as good as that food is. Like, you know, having Hokey Grill and Chick-fil-A like within two seconds of my dorm. I mean, to answer your question about fast food, huge Chick-fil-A guy. I mean, I could eat Chick-fil-A like every single day, it'd be okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, fast food's always convenient and it's there. So I've as I've kind of gone on this weight loss journey since quarantine started in March. You know, there are healthy options to go eat. So if you go to, you know, McDonald's, they used to have these great grilled chicken snack wraps. Or if you go to Chick-fil-A, you know, get a grilled chicken sandwich with a wheat bun. And, you know, they've got a great super kale salad that you can get on the side. So, um, you know, if I'm really, like, cheating, Taco Bell's the way to go, though. That is like a, uh, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock hits on a weekend with your buddies. It's like, got to go to Taco thought that Taco Bell maybe this is just my ignorance because mind you I graduated you know up there in my class at Virginia Tech and I just found out I was like oh sweet tea has calories like I didn't even think about <laughs> like my girlfriend was like yeah there's like a lot of them in there I'm like oh maybe I shouldn't drink that as much and now it's not like there's this crazy like you know change in my lifestyle not drinking it all the time but I, I really drink it just on like special occasions now it um you know one thing I've learned through this all is the amount of sugar that is in food and drink and I tell you what it's crazy if you you go get a 16 ounce bottle of coca-cola you're talking about 65 to 70 grams of sugar wow in one of those bottles the daily average of sugar you're supposed to have is 12 grams. So right there alone, you know, you're doubling, tripling your sugar intake. So not to be Dr. Oz on your podcast here, Bailey. <laughs> no, I'm glad. Super interesting. So <laughs> diet Coke's the way to go, though. That is a uh, certainly in terms of no sugar. For the people that are listening to this, we're doing this over Zoom. I got Evan a, a Diet Coke as well because that's usually my go-to. I 
hate the type of person that is so ready to tell me that Diet Coke gives me cancer. And I, I, I hate it when people say that. Because, like, what are you – everything does. Like, going outside, you know, eating red meat. Like, everything is going to kill me at this point. So I kind of just feel like if there's a vice I have to pick and it's Diet Coke, that, I think that's okay. I think it's – I mean, both can be bad. I'm not, I'm not advocating that Diet Coke is better for you. Yeah. However, it's much more friendlier when you step on the scale drinking that instead of a regular Coke. So Right. You know, that I will say it is interesting though, like diet products, like I'll have diet Pepsi Bailey. I don't like it. I don't really like diet Dr. Pepper, but for some reason diet Coke just tastes different. I don't know. It just kinda hits a little different. It is. It's a lot better. I really I mean, I think I've only really kind of realized that as an adult. I don't get Pepsi anymore. I feel bad. My best friend, one of my best friends from high school, his dad works for Pepsi and like has pictures in his house of like, like peeing on a Coke sign. And I hope he, <laughs> I hope he doesn't get offended listening to this. Uh, speaking of dads, it doesn't really shock me that you kind of ate healthy growing up. I met your parents; they were the sweetest people. Because for those of you who don't know, I was part of what recruited Evan to Virginia Tech four years ago. Tear rolling down my my face right now but uh I met your parents and I was like oh these seem like a pretty healthy people and like your dad was a college athlete I don't know if your mom was but you know they seem like both very fit adults and with them being kind of like that were you and your sister like did you guys have like fried chicken night or did y'all ever have like any sort of unhealthy dinners growing up so uh it's funny you bring that up because you know my parents have really not, I, let me, I was about to say kept me on a leash. That's not true. We, we ate very healthy growing up. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'd still be able to go out the subway and get my tuna if I wanted. Um, but no, I mean, not really a family like bringing like KFC home for dinner. You know, we, I give my parents a hard time. And my sister does too, because growing up, Bailey, it felt like every day we'd come home from school and I would just peek in the sink and I would just see chicken breast sitting there thawing out. I'd be so, uh -huh. they, my parents could eat chicken seven days a week. You like marinated chicken? We'll have that on one day. Uh, we'll, we'll do it grilled Monday. We'll do oven roasted chicken Tuesday. We'll put it in a salad on Wednesday. Um, it's like every other day it's, it's chicken. So my sister and I growing up, like, it's like you come home from school and you see chicken and it's like better get a big handful of goldfish and drink some water because it's going to be a long night. So <laughs> um, we, you know, they're, they're very healthy people though. And I'm extremely thankful for that because I kind of needed a come to Jesus moment when quarantine started, to be quite frank with where I was. And, um, you know, they're really big on like the whole, uh, you know, like big smoothie in the morning and, and um, the keto diet of not really eating many carbs, they take it very seriously. So for me, I feel lucky to have a support system that can kind of help me. And, and, and really, you know, again, over quarantine, something good from something bad, really learning just like how to take care of myself, which to be honest, like I said, it was a free for all for the first three years of just whatever I saw I ate. I mean, that's kind of the way it was. Yeah, I'm so excited that you said that because I'm so glad to give you this off the rails meal again of a big ass <laughs> barbecue sandwich two big ass cookies and a soda. I'm really happy I can drag you down to hell with me, Evan. A diet soda, <laughs> don't feel bad about the soda. <laughs> uh, I think this is actually kind of tying into my next question. One of the things I admire about you 
is the fact that you really say yes to almost everything. And I don't, I, I know that kind of comes off as like it, some, maybe sometimes like the yes man is kind of frowned upon, but for you, I think you did it in the right ways because whenever there's an opportunity, you're always like, yeah, I'll do it. What does that really stem from? Is that something in your upbringing or is that just something that you kind of decided on your own? A good question. Um, you know, sometimes it's a blessing and a curse saying yes to everything. I, I've had to learn sometimes because sometimes you get offers that you really don't want to do, but you say yes anyways. And then you learn, okay, I probably should have like, it's hard sometimes to say no. And I've had to learn to sometimes be able to do that. But, um, you know, I, I, I think that for someone who wants to get into this profession, you know, one thing that's kind of always stood out to me, I can remember Bill Roth telling me this early in my college career that you can have both feet in this profession and give it everything. And it still might not translate to a job. You can be talented. It's just kind of the way of this field. So I like to say yes to just about everything, trying something new, whether it's podcast hosting or sideline reporting or, you know, driving lays and burn up in a golf cart from Lane Stadium to Merriman for post-game interviews, you know, whatever I can do. Um, I think that there's always something you can take from that and it makes you a better overall uh, broadcaster, journalist, maybe even a better person. Maybe there's an experience or something that happens along the way you meet somebody. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I, you know, kind of learned from my parents a little bit of how they operate their day-to-day -day lives. They say yes to a lot of things and take chances. And so I think that's kind of translated to me a little bit. And, um, you know, you get only college for four years of your life. And I think it's all about trying different things. So, um, yes, to answer your question, I, I do say yes to a lot of things. And I think that by doing that, it's opened a lot of doors for me and I've learned a lot. You, do you think you've had to change that at all? Like, was there ever a situation where you said yes and you're like, oh, why did I do this? I know you just said that, but I, I kind of want more of a specific story. And I know knowing you, you're not going to be mean about it. But if you can give the a, a story without specifics that would be superb evan i had to slow down on my sub by the way because i'm almost done with it i was really hungry i'm halfway through and i'm like holy cow this is good it's really really good i uh i mean well i can't wait for the review section because i've got like a list of things going down right now. awesome okay all right counting down you know I, I don't know if there's a specific moment that i i know you want a good son i'm really trying to think about what i can do uh, and tell you, uh, to be honest, it's just sometimes like, you know, I say like little things that you say yes to that you might not necessarily love to do. However, again, when you're young, you got to do it, you know, and you got to climb up the totem pole. So, you know, whether it's editing something for someone when they've asked me to, and I really don't have the time to do it, but I do it anyways, because I care about that person. I think more so I've just had to learn to say no to things when, and, and Andrew Allegretta has done a really great job of helping me do this. Sometimes I overcommit myself to things. So, I, you know, maybe not being able to write twice a week and broadcast was a great idea for me. So being able to say no to the right things so I can prioritize the right yes things that I say yes to, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Uh, but it's, I don't know, for me as a people person, I mean, it, you know, we kind of have the same personality. It's hard to say no to people, you know, like we're, we're outgoing people and, um, you know, knows one of the hardest words to take in the, uh, in the English dictionary, I think so. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think that I kind of share that same mentality with you. And for those of you who don't know, Evan and I are raised in the same 
pretty much broadcast farm system at Virginia Tech, whereas when I was there, it wasn't as big of a, a full-out program. It was just a small intern of intern group of about nine people. Evan has since ballooned what is now called 3304 Sports into almost a juggernaut that's always got obviously some room to improve, but it, it's just incredible what you've been able to do there, Evan. And something I think that was really interesting about you as well is the fact that, you know, you came in with a ton of experience, so naturally you're going to be one of the better broadcasters there, but you're also a leader. Was that something when you got to Virginia Tech, did you realize that you were going to lead a group as well as just getting better at your job? I, we would not be where we are uh, as a program right now if it weren't for people like yourself and Noel Knights and uh, so many others that have come before Danny Noakes. Um, I always hate doing this because I'm going to leave important Morgan Conklin. Um, but, you know, when I came in, and it was kind of a perfect storm because, you know, Bill was really just starting to come back, and we were getting a lot of uh, support from uh, the College of Liberal Arts and Human Sciences and Virginia Tech as a whole. And so I, I – creating my own radio show like I did in high school and kind of being able to broadcast and learn that way, but also kind of be in charge of what I was doing was something that I really enjoyed doing. I love being able to work with other people and help make everyone better while they help me. You know, that question was just designed for you to tell me how good of a broadcaster I am. So I really appreciate that you dropped that in. I'm just kidding. I'm really glad you dropped that in there as well. <laughs> It's so true that we talk about building the foundation all the time. And I brought this up in our last meeting, Bailey. Um, the, la the foundation's been set. You guys laid that foundation. Everybody who was in that group before, we're building off a foundation that was laid years prior. So, you know, while we are still kind of early on as now a school of digital arts and communications, the foundation's been laid. We're just building off of what you guys did, you know, Hokies Extra and all of those broadcasts that, you know, listening to you and Daniel Sabatino talk about those. And, you know, all that stuff was part of building this foundation to where 3304 and the SMA program is today. Well, Evan, you, you've obviously taken it to new heights. I want to go back to the, the sandwich here. I got about two, two bites left. There's like three or four pickles. I'm going to say that like the pickles are like the sneaky best part of this. And I don't like pickles that much. I'm usually, I'm a fried pickle guy. You like fried pickles? I do like fried pickles. Are you more of like a Spears guy? Because Sharky's has the Spears, like the fried Spears. But Buffalo Wild Wings has like the little discs. And I like those better. I like the little discs more. And if you mm. want the Hanover County thing too, have you ever had fried green beans? No. That's a thing? That's a thing in Hanover County. So anyways, I'm all for the fried green beans, fried pickles, all for it. 10 out of 10. You're right though. The pickles and the onions here, Bailey, I think also have a nice little kick. I mean, I wouldn't change anything about this sub right now. I am very impressed with, with Subway actually being pretty filling because usually I'm there and I'm like, everything else had a long line, but this was pretty good. And <laughs> it's another thing, like I'm tricking myself like, oh, Subway, it's healthy, but this is obviously not their healthiest option, but it's pretty damn good at the same time. 100%. And, you know, listen, there's protein in what we're eating right now. <laughs> can try and find ways to um, spin this as this healthy yeah man I, I got a lift in last night so this is uh this is my bulk meal I got I got white bread too I was like you know what I know Evan will probably eat wheat but I was like let's just make this somewhat enjoyable and not like eating a piece of, of cardboard you know, that's one thing though when I started it's the one thing I've not been able to give up is white bread 
I just, really? I'm not a big wheat bread guy. Just don't, you know, if I'm going to eat bread because it's got carbs, might as well just let it be white and, but yeah, make it enjoyable. Exactly. By the way, Subway, they've got so many great bread options, like the flatbread, the Italian, the, uh, the herb, I mean, you know. Italian herbs and cheese is where it's at with, when you get a BMT. That's yeah. basically like a whole nother meal because there's so much cheese on it. Correct. <laughs> yes. Well said. You know, Evan, I think that another crazy part about your experience in your young broadcasting career, pandemic hits, we're all pretty much out of a job. However, not all of us, because you actually got to call games this summer. One of the few broadcasters in the country that was able to do that on a consistent basis with your team, the St. Cloud Rocks and the Northwoods League up in Minnesota. It's such a crazy experience to even think about because you guys aren't playing as many games or as many different teams. What was that like for you as a broadcaster? Yeah, it was certainly, um, it was certainly different. And, you know, we're, we're, we were one of the few summer collegiate leagues to have baseball this summer. And so, you know, getting up there, I didn't really know what to expect because you knew we were going to have limited capacity, which is fantastic, right, that we could even have fans in the stands seeing what professional sports teams are doing right now and, you know, how that would affect. You know, I really didn't even need a crowd mic, to be totally honest with you, Bailey. I mean, it was just there wasn't a, um, there wasn't a ton um, going on in terms of, you know, crowd noise. Uh, but – you know, every, the thing that impressed me most about it, getting out there, there was a lot of protocols that was put in place by the Northwoods League. And in terms of you know, whether it's the national anthem, everyone being six feet apart, going out there, no throwing around the horn, no walk-off celebrations immediately into the dugout. You know, one thing that I was in charge of every day on the road, taking the temperatures of the players, doing temperature checks. Wow. Other duties as a sign as a broadcaster, which I enjoyed doing. I'm not saying that's a bad, you know, like, Dude, that's that's crazy what they can rope broadcasters into, though. You know, it was it, I would count the uh, count the players off because I'm in charge of counting how many players are on the bus, and I just take the little uh, you know radar gun thermometer. But I I will say you know broad in terms of the broadcast, it, it didn't change as much because of the pandemic. Surprisingly, just in terms of everyday you know because the game's still the same. Really, again, just the crowd noise and kind of building off the crowd in close games is really what did change. But I tell you what impressed me most, Bailey, was just the buy-in from everybody on our team and how everybody realized that, hey, there might not be fall ball this, com this coming fall. Who knows what the spring season is going to look like? You know, we want to make sure we do everything in our power as players to make sure we get a full season in this year. And um, even though it wasn't the 72 games, it was the 40 games. I mean, you it was actually really kind of rewarding to see how serious all of these college kids took what was going on and doing their part to ensure that we got from July 1st to August 20th. You're not going to be rusty when we actually get to call games again, which is crazy. I did a live Facebook like update for something we had going at my full-time job at Bluefield College the other day where we're starting up a fundraiser and I went on Facebook live and I was like, we're at the Bluefield College Golfers Challenge. Like, my challenge came out like a Chicago accent. I've never been to Illinois. I've never been within 100 miles of Illinois. So I'm really happy for you that you've gotten to shake a lot of that rust off already. And I'm just 
like going through this weird identity crisis where I sound like I'm from Evanston, Illinois. I feel you on the accent. Uh, I've been told <laughs> by the end of my broadcast with the Rocks that I, I come back and I have a Minnesota accent. Um, you know, I'm on the bandwagon of cheering for the Twins. And, um, you know, uh, anyways, th there's strong accents up there. So you never know. Maybe I'll carry some Minnesota Twins vibes your way and some Minnesota <laughs> accent vibe your way, and maybe you'll, you know, stress the hard A on your next call, Bailey. So I, I don't know where you're coming from. I already have enough of, of my accent to deal with it now. Uh, by the way, I finished the sandwich. I couldn't relate. There was one last bite. That was impeccable. We'll get back to it in a second, but are, are you done with your sandwich yet? I am done, yes. Okay. I, I rolled through that. I'm ready. You don't have to eat both of them because I know that you're, you're fighting through your, your war on sugar and how we eat it too much as Americans, but I'm going to go with a s'mores bite if you're cool with that. I, I'm ready to go. I mean, by the way, how about the drizzle? Can we explain to the listeners the, the chocolate swirl that we have on top of this cookie right now? Yo, the chocolate swirl is where it's at because it's like – it's a nice, like, almost artsy drizzle on the cookie with the marshmallows. And then I think there's a little bit of a chocolate chip in there. And Subway cookies, kind of a sleeper for how good of fast food cookies they are. If you consider Subway to be fast food, I do. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is sneakily, like, my favorite meal I've had in a while. I don't know if what that says about me, how trashy I am. I'm like, oh, yeah, Subway barbecue rib sandwich. And s'mores cookies are really good, but man, this is delicious. Bailey, I, listen, I I try not to over exaggerate, over hype things. That's one thing I've had to learn. I'm on a broadcast. You're like, no, Evan, not everybody is standing on their feet at this moment. I'm not going to try <laughs> to over hype this, but this cookie is superb. Like one of oh, the yeah. cookies, I've, it's actually like perfectly gooey and crispy on the outside. I mean, you must have gotten there at a perfect time. Like sometimes I you did. Get at nine o'clock, man. And those things are hard as a rock. This is Because <laughs> the combo comes with two. And I was looking, and obviously they advertise the combo to get sun chips with it. I was like, I don't want any dusty sun chips. Like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do we're this. We're right. going to eat s'mores cookies. And these, I hope, are, I think these are a limited time thing, too. So, so I really hope somebody doesn't get rid of them. We've got marshmallow, chocolate swirl. And then it looks like we almost have, like, maybe a, a peanut butter chip in the middle. Like, what is that? You see that? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It wasn't a chocolate chip because it's kind of, like, brown. So it is peanut butter. The, yeah. I, can't, I don't know if I've ever can say I've ever had a s'more cookie before. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know. I saw it online, and I was like, okay, we have, to, we have to do this. I don't know if they brought it back or it was a thing that they're just trying out right now. You know, one thing I forgot to mention at the beginning, I will always support Subway because of this reason to go on a quick tangent. <laughs> my favorite television show ever, Bailey, is called Chuck. Oh. It's on NBC from 2007 to 2012. I remember Chuck. They, I'm so glad you do because not many people know it. I've seen it four times through. Like, I love the show. Like, you ever have a show you just go and watch? And just yeah. Good? I go and watch Chuck. Uh, great show starring Zachary Levi, Yvonne Strahovski, um, Adam Baldwin, um, Chuck Bartowski uh, gets all the government secrets into his head. It's, it's fantastic. That's not where I'm going with this. But <laughs> so every season, Bailey, they were on the cusp of getting um, their show being canceled. I mean, they were always on the bubble. And after season two, it looked like Chuck was going to be canceled. 
Well, there is a really strong fan base of that show. I mean, it's not like a huge one, but they're like dedicated and they literally revived the show and eventually got Subway to help sponsor Chuck. Like, mm. I'm not kidding you, Subway saved Chuck. So if you watch <laughs> seasons three through five, like Big Mike, the store manager, is always like, man, I can't wait to get that meatball marinara from Subway and then takes a sip of his drink. So every time I go to Subway, even though the show's been off the air for, what, eight years now, January 27th was the final air date of the a series finale, I always am like, you know what? I'm doing good <laughs> by supporting Chuck eight years later. So... <laughs> That's kind of sad, though, that they had to sell out the show just for Subway. I remember I saw something recently where it was like Baywatch, which is that beach show back in the early 90s. They had a season where they got sponsored by something, and then they were like, let's see if you can pick out what it is. And there's so many episodes where there's just A&W cream soda in the background, like a kid had a whole entire fridge worth of like, I don't know, maybe $70 worth of cream soda. He's like, hey, would you like some A&W cream soda? Like, if that's what drives the plot. So I feel bad. I'm glad you got more of Chuck, though. I'm glad that Subway, it's something like that means that to you. You got, like, three great seasons out of it, too. And actually, the show, I just watched the series finale again because it was downloaded on the plane a couple weeks back coming home from Minnesota. And um, at the end, the Buy More, which is the name of the equivalency of Best Buy, got a Nerd Herd instead of the Geek Squad. That's, like, the equivalency. Um, the buy more got bought out by Subway. So they were like hanging a big Subway sign in the back. And so anyways, uh, that is my shameless plug. Watch Chuck. And if anybody is listening and watches Chuck or wants to watch Chuck, Amazon Prime, please text me so I can have some friends <laughs> to watch. Like I'll, I'll come over and watch the whole series with you. Like I'm that into it. So I'm sorry that this is where the podcast is. No, it's, it's hilarious. I'm just glad you have something you like. <laughs> it's nice and i i think it's funny where you you kind of hinted at it there like you're down you had to download the show on for the plane and i don't think you're just downloading it for the plane it's because where you live in hanover county which is what i want to get into now you and i are from similar places the fact it's in the country it's east of richmond <laughs> would you consider yourself kind of like a country kid not at all no not but here not a country kid who lives in the middle of nowhere in the country. Okay. Um, you know, my, we, I live in Rockville, Virginia, not Rockville, Maryland. Every time I say that, oh, you mean Rockville, Maryland. I know <laughs> Rockville, Virginia, just outside of Richmond. There is no high speed internet available in our neighborhood. I want to make this clear because I think some people, when I tell them this, Bailey, they think that my parents like don't believe in internet or anything. No, it's, it's that there's none available. Like, we've reached, name the corporate Verizon, AT&T, HughesNet, um, um, uh, CenturyLink, all of these, no, nothing, nothing, because there's not enough people in our part of Western Hanover County. So, you know, when I went home for quarantine, it was, it was tough because I grew up this way. Like, when I had video games, I never knew you could play people online or anything. <laughs> oh, man. I just got used to playing the computer. And it's like, as soon as I got to college, it was like, oh my goodness, I can watch a movie in my bed? Like, <laughs> so when I went home for quarantine, I mean, it was tough. Like, I remember the first day I was back, I was so bored at 9.30. I somehow was going through a bunch of old junk drawers and found my first cell phones and was trying to, like, power them up. And I haven't used them in 10 years. Like, that's what I did 
<laughs> on my first day back. So a lot of just like reading books. Um, and when I have to go do schoolwork, I have to drive about eight minutes to the local Exxon, uh, which is right off of uh, I-64. That's horrible, uh, man. Exit 167, Gutzel and Oilville. Right off the exit, the Exxon is literally a tenth of a mile to the right. And um, I literally like sit in the back of the car, laying with my feet out, computer out in front. And I remember one of my professors, the first Zoom meetings, she's like, Evan, are, are you in a car? And I was like, and then I said, yep. And I showed the Exxon, which has got some cornfields in the background. There's no Wi-Fi even there, Bailey. It is literally me turning on my hotspot on my phone. <laughs> because there is cell service there and then connecting to my computer from that. And speaking of a shortage, uh, I'm almost done with this second cookie. I've been kind of piecing it. This is like the fastest I've ever eaten a meal because I've enjoyed it a lot. I'm trying to eat the cookie slow because it's so good. Yeah, it's really good. I'm on my second one right now and um, I can already uh, feel my body telling me I need to go run this off <laughs> a little bit. But, uh, I mean, I'm seriously, I mean, I, and here's the thing. I'm not a huge s'more fan. Like, right, me neither. Every camp, but this cookie is fantastic. I wouldn't change a thing about it. Yeah, I, I, I now like that's a pretty sticky Subway meal. If there's one thing to like knock it back, there's a lot of sauce and like barbecue. Obviously, has some sugar in it, and obviously cookies do as well. So I might need a wet nap after this. I don't know if I want to touch my computer, but yeah, that was an impeccable Subway meal. I, before we kind of get into rating something, there's a few things that I kind of wanted to talk about you with is the fact that, you know, us both being from kind of remote towns, I guess remote is, is kind of a strong word because my parents both work in the city, but having kind of a lack of stuff to do, I find that to be a similarity between the two of us is where we both had to like make the best out of something that isn't always that exciting. And that's something I've really, really like kind of admired you for the past couple of years of knowing you. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's definitely, you know, we've grown up in New Kent and, 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 and Rockville. I mean, I think they're very similar towns and, you know, I think I've never thought about this until we've kind of had this conversation on this podcast, but I think we're both very creative minds. I mean, the fact that we're doing a podcast while eating a subway, I mean, this is genius. I can't wait to say I was, the third guest on this podcast when it, it when it's big and it's competing with uh, pardon my take <laughs> shut up man but, there's no way we'll see um but i think sometimes when like again not really having internet growing up we kind of lived a little bit differently than like than maybe kids in henrico county per se nothing against that but just different we have to get creative a little bit like you said so i think maybe that like opened up our mind a little bit more of just like trying new things and seeing if it works or, um, you know, so I, maybe there's a benefit to that. Like maybe it, in a way, something good from something bad, we are who we are because of those experiences. Yeah. And I, you're saying trying new things. That's something that you do a lot of tech podcasting, play by play, doing these interviews. I've seen a bunch of the features you've done. Uh, going out to Minnesota where you don't know anybody and broadcasting games for a team of, of complete strangers and a, a town that you have no real connection to. I think that that's something that you've – it has to stem back from being in a boring-ass western Hanover County town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it really does. Knowing you over these past couple of years too, you're always very positive and 
you know, it's kind of hard to eat a meal. And I was almost hoping you wouldn't like it just so you can say something bad about it. Cause I really want you to just be like, nah, man, that sucked. Like, I just want you to do that once. But do, is that something that you've always kind of been like? I have, I have. And you know, there, I just think that there's always so much, especially in this time right now and rightfully so. Right. I mean, we're, we're living in unprecedented times and there's a lot of bad things going on in the world and, and people suffering. And you and I are both very lucky in where we are right now, but I think that like it emphasizes it more and just I in the it emphasizes it more to me that I need to continue to be as positive as possible and it's really not fake this is who I am I just believe in um you know even before COVID-19 there's so always so much negative and complaining in the world and uh, jealousy and I just always think that always having a positive outlook on life is a great way to go like I would if I can impact one person's day by putting a smile on their face or putting them in a better mood. Um, I think that that is an accomplishment. And the only time I really get upset is, is when the jets uh, <laughs> stuck on Sundays. Um, but you're upset like at least nine or 10 times a year. Most upset I've ever been cried in a bathtub seventh grade. And I'll admit it when we <laughs> lost the Steelers in the AFC championship game, it was a horrible day. Haven't been oh. to the playoffs since. Yeah. Um, I, I was at that game. We've talked about this before. I was at that game. And honestly, that was kind of the beginning of the end for the Steelers, too. It's so stupid to care about football because they don't care about us. That's what I always say to myself. Um, God, I, I really don't. I already got started on Chuck. I can't get started on the gym. <laughs> here for 90 minutes. But, yeah, isn't it amazing that there's just something about that just keeps drawing you back in? Yeah. You, like, you had reason to be drawn back in. The Jets fans were just end their season or just endure the suffering. I have suffered for the longest time, and I still get drawn back in and still think there's hope. <laughs> Moving into the last thing here, uh, which I think I've been pretty excited about, roast them or toast them. And for people that haven't listened before, roast them if you don't like something, toast them as in, like, raise your glass to it, you do like it. So Evan Hughes of 3304 Sports of Rockville, Virginia, Patrick Henry High School, roast them or toast them, Richmond-specific, U-Crops Bakery. Toast them. 100%. I've got U-Crops chicken salad and mac and cheese in my fridge right now. Um, I, when U-Crops went away, that was a, a huge bummer, and I'm glad that the bakery and, and some of the goods are still in Kroger's in Blacksburg. Um, now, what I remember as a kid was just how good the mac and cheese and the chicken salad and the White House rolls were. So that's what I'm limited to. But uh, I toast them because I, I literally had the mac and cheese yesterday. My sister actually brought it to me because she knows how much I love it. It was gone for three months. She actually bought me some and brought it to the house a couple of days ago. Uh, but I toast them. And I also toast them because I thought U-Crops was such a good part of the community in Richmond. They supported a lot of local initiatives. Um, I actually know um, Rob and Bob Ucrops, uh, the sons, and they're, they're great people. Um, and they, again, they did a lot of good, I felt like, for the community. So I toast them for being great partners of the Richmond area and for having a great bakery. Well, I'm glad that you actually had an answer for that. Because when I was writing that down, I was like, is Evan old enough to even remember what a Ucrops was like inside? You know, it, I mean, God, it had to have been like maybe second or third grade. Yeah. I remember walking into those U-Crops and the design of it, Bailey, was just so... They were so, huge. Yeah, they were huge. And it was such an inviting place to go. Like, I can remember going there and our babysitter taking us there, Ellie, and, 
and we would actually like there was like a food court area you could go and you could eat i can't explain it like i know whole foods has an option like that where you can go eat but you crops was just like you wanted to go there because you wanted to support richmond and it was such good food um yeah yeah i i would love for a you crops to to come back i mean it, it was the place to shop like i remember growing up you had food lion that's it and you crops like that was really it and kroger was kind of on the rise like i remember you crops being like the ooh, we're going to you crops to shop like <laughs> two thumbs up uh next going a little bit more corporate here roast them or toast them with burger king roast them i'm roasting it uh, <laughs> you know so i saw this on twitter the other day how is burger king still alive like i i just don't get like they do have onion rings and and mozzarella. What cost though? It's like it's, it's kind of it's just dusty. And it I, tastes like crummy. Yeah, I just I can't ever like if, if there's any other fast food option, I'm taking it before I take Burger King. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that you said that. I think the only reason that they are staying around, maybe it's because the north or just other regions of the country don't have as good of fast food as we do in the south. So I think that's the only reason why, but maybe international as well. All right, la- or not last, next, 7-Eleven taquitos, roast them or toast them. I'm going to toast them. I'm, I'm going to toast them. Um, you know, I, that was close. Uh, I was, I'm like 51-49 on that, but I'll toast them because of the convenience, because of the cost, and – yeah, yeah. You seem I'm pretty a, torn about this one. I, I am. I I because you think they're bad. <laughs> you they're probably bad for you, but like again, I'm not gonna lie. If you're like you know living at the village one year, uh, I, I remember I was super hungry one night and went to Seven Eleven to get a bag of chips, and there's a taquito, and I was like, it's now or never. Uh, <laughs> so I tried it, uh, the buffalo chicken one. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a toast it by a slight margin. Roast them or toast them, flaming hot Cheetos. I am going to roast them only because it torches my mouth. Those things are hot. And I like spicy food, but I eat them and I'm like, you know, I had them on the bus one time with the rocks. One of the players gave me one and I was like, oh my God, those are hot. So just for that reason alone, I'm going to roast them. We're probably going to get roasted ourselves because of how Caucasian we sound saying, oh, Flaming Hot Cheetos, they're really spicy. But I agree with you. (laughs) All right, last one. And I don't know if you've been here because it's kind of hard to do. And I I think it's still around. But roast them or toast them, the Virginia Tech hibachi place that's in Turner. Okay, I've only been there one time because the lines are extremely long. I am going to toast them because I actually got sushi from there. I got California rolls. Um, they have like that little window, like right when you walk in the yeah. side, you can pick up sushi to go. It's all prepackaged. And it was some of the better California rolls I've had. Uh, also, if you ever like a full pack of California rolls, like eight of those guys, like 250 calories. So <laughs> I am going to toast them on the healthy part. Of, and I think that they're actually really good. So yes, toast. Well, our resident health expert, Evan Hughes, you have been really great today. No, you've been great, man. I, I'm, I'm just messing with you. It has been impressive how much weight you've had to lose. And uh, you look good. You sound good. And uh, I'm really happy that we've had just your positivity around for the past couple of years. And I've had it on this podcast to try to start and help me out. So I really appreciate that. 
before we go, almost forgot, let's get into the rating of this sandwich. The Subway barbecue rib foot long that came with s'mores cookies today. What are you giving it out of 10? All right, so I actually saved a little bite for this part. I'm going to go one more <laughs> bite real quick, all right? Good crunch with the bread, first of all. A nice balance of the barbecue sauce to the barbecue itself. I'm going to give the sandwich an 8.7. Okay. Bring it in decimals. Nobody's done that yet. I'm going to give the cookie a straight 9.9. Okay. I think I'm going to have to agree with you on the cookie being probably, I think that's a solid nine and a half because I don't think any, it's not the best cookie I've ever had, but it's up there with the best fast food cookie I've ever had. Yeah. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm going. I mean, it can't be like the home baked stuff. Right. That cookie, again, the gooiness, the swirl, the chips, and I think the marshmallow is what made that cookie. Absolutely. I think the drizzle is what made it for me because of just how thick like that chocolatey sauce was. That was great. Going to the sandwich though, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it an eight. I know you gave it an eight point seven. You're very very generous to it. I'm gonna be pretty generous there with an eight too because you know once again like I got it when I got home. I think that toasting it really didn't make that much of a difference other than making like the actual rib part pretty pretty warm um but you're right the crunch of the bread the sauce was pretty good and i think that it boosted up from a seven to an eight just because i got the pickles on it so i will likely get that again and get the pickles again too i i think the pickles definitely helped elevate the score for me and i will say going into this because i know we joke about how positive i am i was a little skeptical <laughs> I personally, if you didn't bring this up, I don't know if I would have ever ordered this. Mm. Uh, I'm not a huge barbecue fan. Like when I think of like barbecue and fast food, I typically don't mesh those two together. I would definitely order this again. And I would definitely recommend that to people. And I think the cookie instead of the chips, like you said, I think that made it a little bit better. Like we all have chips with our sandwiches. Let's do something different and get us some more cookie. I think it was excellent. Well, got noted Subway, Chuck, Virginia Tech fan and broadcaster, Evan Hughes. Evan, you're a great man. Thank you so much for doing this. And uh, I can't wait for the people to hear what you had to say on the sandwich and everything else because you're a really positive guy. You're a good friend. And uh, I'm just happy to talk with you today. Thanks for having me on. I can't wait to listen to more episodes of this podcast. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll see you. Thanks, Bailey.